Section 13e Manpower Management and Competitive Sourcing Manpower Resources Manpower is a constrained resource that comprises a large portion of the Air Force budget. All missions and programs compete for limited authorized military and civilian end strength, established grade distributions, and must comply with other guidelines as directed by Congress. Manpower must be programmed in accordance with validated manpower requirements and within fiscal limits and acceptable risk identified in defense planning and programming guidance. Chain of Responsibilities The Directorate of Manpower, Organization, and Resources, Program Development Division, Headquarters Air Force-A1MP, allocates programmed manpower resources by command identifier, program element code, resource identification code, and country state code to the commands directing implementation of approved programs. Major commands and equivalents translate these manpower resources into manpower authorizations by updating the unit manpower document. The Installation Manpower and Organization Flight is the liaison between installation agencies and the Major Command A1M staff for all manpower and organization issues. Manpower Resource Levels Changing Manpower Allocations Command-specific military and civilian manpower requirements must be validated by the Major Command A1M and approved by Headquarters Air Force A1M before they can be used in the programming and resourcing process. Before manpower allocations can be changed, the requesting organization must give reasons for the requested change. The Major Command must propose specific trade-offs if the initiative requires an increase in military or civilian manpower. Accommodating Temporary Manpower Requirements End strength will not be programmed to accommodate cyclical or temporary requirements. Instead, major commands and equivalents should use other means to accomplish their short-term mission or surge workload to include 1. Use available funds and command civilian employment plans to employ civilians. 2. Utilize overtime, temporary full-time, part-time, or over-hire of civilian personnel. 3. Seek support from the Air Reserve component via military pay appropriation funds. 4. Utilize temporary duty military and civilian personnel. and 5. Seek contract service. Requirements Determination General Concept Manpower and organization flight personnel assist Air Force commanders and functional managers at all levels in mission accomplishment by objectively quantifying manpower requirements for the distribution of Air Force manpower resources. Key services of this competency include peacetime manpower standards development, wartime manpower requirements, and commercial services management actions, for example, public-private competition, insourcing, and business process reengineering. The foundation of any manpower requirements determination effort is the application of continuous process improvement methodologies to a function's processes to make process improvements. Determining Manpower Requirements The Air Force Manpower Requirements Determination Process systematically identifies minimum essential manpower required for the most effective and economical accomplishment of approved missions and functions within organizational and resource constraints. To accomplish this, 
Headquarters Air Force functional managers work with Headquarters Air Force A1M to determine the appropriate manpower management tool consistent with resources needed to develop the manpower standard. The required mix of military, civilian, and or contract services and the required military category, officer or enlisted, and grade. Determining the correct amount of military manpower required to meet the Air Force's most stringent wartime missions is key to achieving the national military strategy and the defense planning guidance. The defense planning guidance defines the planning scenarios used to size and shape the total force. These include the amount of military needed for deployment and fight in-place missions for the given scenario. Manpower requirements are sized for the most demanding phase of the scenario construct, including all rotational forces needed for prolonged conflicts. These scenarios drive force structure and manpower military mix budgeting decisions. Organization The Air Force must be organized to best use available resources. This requires simple, streamlined structures designed for seamless transition from peace to war. The principal characteristics desired in Air Force organizations include mission orientation, unambiguous command, decentralization, agility, flexibility, simplicity, and standardization. Manpower standards are established to ensure work center operations are efficient and standardized to create the most efficient organization. The ultimate goal of organizational performance is mission accomplishment. Resource requirements reflected in a manpower standard should be based on organization and process design, which most effectively and efficiently accomplishes the mission. Improving mission effectiveness while maintaining or improving efficiency should be the goal of any modification to a function's current organizational or process design. Efficiency does not necessarily mean decreasing resources, but rather improving the return on the resources used. Performance Improvement Improving performance requires both planning and execution. For organizational change effort effectiveness, they generally must include some redesign and or coordination on five fronts. These fronts are related organizational areas to consider. A change on one front may require actions or changes on another. For example, changing a process may also require some training or retraining people front. The process improvement may affect how technology is used, technology front, or the process design may require updates to regulations, policy, legislation, regulation front. The five fronts, see figure 13.2, are Organization and people Human resources are the key to future viability and organizational growth in a continuously learning environment. Although processes and other front factors may change, focus should remain on providing workers with appropriate knowledge, skills, experiences, and tools. This will empower them to learn and act, which will tie their rewards to the organization's values and measures. Technology Technology is a crucial enabling factor that allows compression of cycles, lead time, distance, and broader access to information and knowledge assets. Technology also eliminates barriers between customers and suppliers. Policies, legislation, and regulations. Changing existing policies, regulations, and legislation may be required for new processes. Physical infrastructure. 
The physical facilities, equipment, and tools should be designed to support and maximize changes in workflow, information technology, and human resources. Process The flow of work and information into and throughout the organization must be redesigned using standard continuous process improvement methodologies like business process engineering, Lean, Six Sigma, and Theory of Constraints. See Figure 13.2, Performance Improvement Fronts. Unit Manpower Document The Unit Manning Document, used to help manage manpower resources, is a computer product that lists unit-funded and unfunded manpower requirements and contains many data elements that identify the unique position attributes. These attributes include position number, Air Force specialty code, functional account code, office symbol code, grade, personnel accounting symbol, reason code, etc. The unit manning document is the primary document that reflects the manpower required to accomplish the unit mission. The installation manpower and organization office will periodically, or upon request, supply a unit with an updated unit manning document. Supervisors should routinely check the unit manning document for accuracy and use it to track their authorized manpower strength. Headquarters Air Force A1M and the Air Force Manpower Analysis Agency often produce reports based on unit manning document data. Continuous review of coding is critical for proper position management. See Figure 13.3 Manpower Management for Senior Leaders Keeping Unit Manpower Documents Current The Unit Manpower Document displays current and projected requirements and can be configured to display desired fields in various formats. Unit commanders and supervisors may request a Unit Manpower Document from the Installation Manpower and Organization Flight on an as-needed basis. Typically, the unit manpower point of contact serves as the liaison between the units and manpower and organization flight. Thus, work center supervisors should coordinate any unit manpower document change, etc., with their unit manpower point of contact. Funded and unfunded requirements and the enlisted grades allocation program. The terms manpower requirements and manpower authorization are often misunderstood. A manpower requirement is a statement of manpower needed to accomplish a job, workload, mission, or program. The two types of manpower requirements are funded and unfunded. Funded manpower requirements are those that have been validated and allocated. Funded manpower requirements are also known as authorizations. Unfunded requirements are validated manpower needs that are deferred because of budgetary constraints. Some actions not only affect authorization levels, but can also impact funded grades. The Enlisted Grades Allocation Program is designed to ensure enlisted grades are equitably allocated to Headquarters Air Force, Major Commands, Field Operating Agencies, and Direct Reporting Units, and at the same time, not exceed constraints. A grade imbalance between what is required and what is funded, authorized, can occur as a result of legislative and budgetary constraints on the allocated grades. For example, Chief Master Sergeants are constrained to 1% of the total enlisted force. Headquarters Air Force implements Congressional and Department of Defense grade constraints by creating grade factors. Two types of factors created and distributed are 1. 
overall command grade factors for each enlisted grade, and two, career progression group factors for each Air Force specialty code to the first three digits. Command grade factors ensure authorized grades do not exceed command ceiling constraints. The career progression group factors ensure equitable allocation of the grades within each Air Force specialty code in each command. Both types of factors are applied to the budgeted end strength. Air Force career field managers can recommend adjustments to Headquarters Air Force A1M, Directorate of Manpower, Organization, and Resources. When making adjustments, they must maintain a zero balance of total grades allocated for each command. Commands may engage in grade swaps via the Air Force Career Field Manager, which in turn may impact the respective factors. The factors themselves cannot be swapped. Initiating and Tracking Manpower Changes Periodically, a unit may need to change an existing requirement on the unit manning document. An authorization change request, may also be referred to as manpower change request, is used to request this change. The unit point of contact identifies the requested change and provides detailed justification to the servicing manpower, organization, and resources flight. The manpower and organization section evaluates the request, enters it into the manpower programming and execution system, and makes a recommendation for approval or disapproval to the major command. Many actions necessitate an authorization change request. Some of the most frequent are Air Force specialty code changes, position realignments, redistribution of funding from a funded requirement to an unfunded requirement, and grade conversions. Many factors must be considered when a unit proposes a change. Common considerations include 1. Determining how the change affects the organizational structure. 2. Ensuring the manpower realignment does not exceed the requirements allowed by Air Force manpower standards. 3. Ensuring the requested change complies with current programming guidelines. And 4. Ensuring the requested change does not adversely impact the unit's ability to deploy or perform its wartime mission. Changes to the unit manning document must be processed within resource constraints, i.e. no net increases in resources, minus no net increase in resources, grades, etc. For example, if a unit wants to fund a position that is currently unfunded, a funded position must be identified for conversion to unfund and detailed rationale for the change provided. The servicing manpower and organization flight will work closely with the unit point of contact when developing an authorization change request. Unit commander approval of authorization change requests actions is required prior to submission of the authorization change request to the major command point of contact, with the exception of actions resulting from a public-private competition or an insourcing initiative. Approved changes to the unit manning document are reflected by an authorization change notice generated by the manpower programming and execution system. The authorization change notice provides details of the approved change and the rationale for the change. The manpower and organization flight will, in turn, provide a copy of the authorization change notice to the affected unit's point of contact. If the request is disapproved, the major command provides rationale to the submitting unit through the servicing manpower and organization flight. Manpower and organization flight 
The installation manpower and organization flight performs a variety of functions to help effectively manage manpower resources. The core competencies of the manpower and organization flight encompass organizational structure, requirement determination, program allocation and control, and process improvement. Personnel within the manpower and organization flight provide day-to-day -day manpower resource management services to include unit manning document management, assisting with authorization change requests, authorization change notices, and organizational structure changes. Manpower and organization flight personnel also provide other management services, such as performance management, commercial activity services, airmen-powered by innovation program, continuous process improvements, and management advisory studies. Commercial Services Management Purpose Commercial Services Management is a program designed to improve functions using a variety of management tools, including competitive sourcing, insourcing, and post-competition accountability. The three principal goals of commercial services management are to sustain readiness, improve performance and quality by doing business more efficiently and cost-effectively, and focus available personnel and resources on core Air Force missions. Commercial services management will not affect military essential skills or those functions that are inherently governmental. Military essential skills are defined as skills that directly contribute to the prosecution of war, combat or direct combat support, exercise uniform code of military justice authority, by law must be filled with military personnel, are military by custom or tradition, for example, bands and honor guards, are needed to support overseas rotations and to sustain certain career fields, are not available in the private sector. Inherently governmental function. The Federal Activities Inventory Reform Act of 1998 defines an inherently governmental function as one that is so intimately related to the public interest as to require performance by federal government employees. Functions may include the determination of budget policy, guidance, and strategy, the determination of the content and application of policies and regulations, the selection of individuals for federal government employment, and obligating money on behalf of the government. For example, warranted contracting officers are inherently governmental because they are responsible for making decisions on behalf of the government. They are the signature authority for committing government funds. The entire contracting staff, however, does not necessarily satisfy the same criteria. Contracting personnel who research and provide information, advice, etc. to the warranting contracting officers do not necessarily have to be government personnel. Competitive Sourcing Process AFI 38-203 Commercial Activities Program defines a structured process for determining whether to perform work in-house or through contract. Competitive Sourcing Study a competitive sourcing study is a public-private competition that compares the total cost of the in-house government operation of an activity to the total cost of private sector performance of the same activity. The study results determine whether a commercial activity can be done more economically and efficiently by contract or by an in-house workforce. During the competitive sourcing study, the in-house government operation is re-engineered into a most efficient organization and submitted in the competition as the agency's tender 
which is the government's proposal for how it will perform the work. The process of developing a most efficient organization emphasizes innovation in meeting the requirements laid out in the solicitation for the work being completed. The most efficient organization is allowed latitude in its organization and processes outside of the standard Air Force structure to enable greater efficiency and effectiveness. Competitive Sourcing Impact Air Force policy is to minimize both the adverse effects on personnel and the disruption to the affected organizations. Adversely affected personnel are provided the right of first refusal for contractor jobs, for which they are qualified, in the event the government is unable to place them in other federal positions. Competitive sourcing generates savings by finding more efficient ways to accomplish a particular function. A competitive sourcing study also frees up military personnel to perform other core military essential activities. In a competitive sourcing study, the mission remains essentially unchanged. The composition of the workforce is what changes. Where blue suitors were initially performing the mission, the resulting service provider will be made up of either civil servants or private sector contract employees. Insourcing Origin and Authorization Insourcing is the conversion of a contracted function to Department of Defense civilian or military performance, or any combination thereof. Although OMB Circular A-76 provides a structured process for converting contracts to in-house performance through public-private competition, 10 United States Code Section 2463, Guidelines and Procedures for Use of Civilian Employees to Perform Department of Defense Functions, permits Department of Defense components to convert contracts without applying the circular's requirements. 10 United States Code, Section 2463, provides for special consideration to using Department of Defense civilian employees to perform any function that is currently performed by a contractor and meets any of the following criteria. Has been performed by Department of Defense civilian employees at any time during the previous 10 years. Is closely associated with the performance of an inherently governmental function has been performed pursuant to a contract awarded on a non-competitive basis, has been determined by a contracting officer to have been performed poorly during the five years preceding the date of such determination because of excessive costs or inferior quality. Furthermore, in accordance with the Deputy Secretary of Defense Memorandum, Insourcing Contracted Services Implementation Guidance, Contracted functions found to be inherently governmental, exempt from contract performance, unauthorized personal services, or experiencing problems associated with contract administration shall be insourced regardless of cost. Insourcing Business Case Analysis An insourcing business case analysis compares the cost of a contracted function to the cost of Department of Defense civilian employees to perform the same activity. The business case analysis justifies the decision to insource when based on cost. Included in the business case analysis are certifications validating contract cost, in-house manning, available labor pool, and activity meets the requirements of a valid and enduring mission requirement. Installations and major commands develop business case analysis, and Air Force Manpower Analysis Agency validates business case analysis as part of the Air Force insourcing approval process.
Cost models are built using Compare, an Air Force Manpower Analysis Agency-provided tool that incorporates guidance and factors to estimating and comparing the full costs of civilian and military manpower and contract support. If new or expanded requirements or functions performed under contract are determined to be inherently governmental or exempt from private sector performance for reasons stated in DODI 1100.22, Policy and Procedures for Determining Workforce Mix, the function shall be converted to government performance without an economic analysis. In all other cases, a cost comparison is required and serves as the key component of the business case analysis. Responsibilities Headquarters Air Force A1M is responsible for implementing the Air Force Commercial Services Management Program. Air Force Manpower Analysis Agency develops and maintains tools, templates, and guidebooks to enable the field to execute the program, administers the inherently governmental or commercial activities inventory, monitors post-competition accountability, and provides field support on commercial services management initiatives. Major Command A1M is the manpower function responsible for providing commercial services management oversight at command levels and providing guidance to manpower and organization flights for implementation of the Commercial Services Management Program at the respective wings.